Today's short is being brought to you by Goya Foods. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Your daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sachs here with Sachs in the Morning, and today we're going to talk about the element of worrying. And I know there's a lot of people out there that that are worrywarts, if you want it for for lack of a better term. Maybe not into clinical, you know, description of worrying where it's that much of a problem, but people do worry sometimes unnecessarily. Of course, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I was a huge worrywart, especially when I was a kid. And I used to worry about everything. I'd worry about if it was going to rain outside to wash out a baseball game that that I was going to play. Or I'd worry about something health-wise. Or I'd worry about whatever may come about. I was the biggest worry ward in the world. One of the things I can tell you, if I can share this personal experience with you, is... When I was in the fifth grade, they would go through health classes with us and they would talk about cancer and different diseases. And, you know, hey, here's some tips to watch out for when if you find this on your body, on your skin or whatever it may be. And I remember having this little bump in the back of my neck that, of course, I was, you know, such a worry word. I was filling out all over the place thinking, oh, do I have a lump somewhere? Am I going to get cancer? Oh, my gosh. You know, and so I felt this little lump in the back of my neck. And it was, of course, no big deal. But to me, as a 12-year-old in the fifth grade, it was the biggest thing in the world. I think, oh, my God. And I would secretly harbor these horrible thoughts that I was going to be dying of cancer and there's something wrong with me. And and I can remember this was a long time where I would, oh, I would just keep this thing shelved in the back of my mind. And it was really bothering me. And I'd be alone in my room feeling that thing there. Oh, my God, that's a lump. It's in my neck. I'm going to die of cancer. So finally, this one day. I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just opened this up to my mom and I just began bellowing out all these tears and crying. I thought, oh, I'm going to die, mom. My mom felt that thing back there. She goes, that's just a gland. It's it's not even big. And it's a, I made something out of nothing because I was such a darn worrywart. But it's hard to tell a young, a little kid that uh, don't worry about anything because that's the first thing that you do. But it just goes to show you now, look, there's adults that are, are like this as well. And it's a real thing. People worry sometimes unnecessarily. And here's a few things that, that we might be able to do to kind of put that at a minimum or tr- try to get over these things a little bit, kind of mitigate the importance of, of worrying. Now, this publication is written by Cindy Lamoth and Crystal Hoshaw. And uh, they talk about different ways that you can uh, mitigate the problems of worrying. Number one was try mindful meditation. And we all know that meditation helps in a lot of good ways. Another way they felt that you could kind of mitigate the effects of worrying is to practice deep breathing. It sounds kind of like an oversimplification, but increasing your oxygen level lowers the physiological effects of anxiety on your body. It really does make sense. So I think that's another good way of doing it. Other things they talk about was talk with others. Talking with someone who has dealt with the same worries or understands your situation can provide much needed validation and support. One of the best ways to feel less alone is to share your concerns with friends who take time to listen and understand what you're going through. Rather than bottling up those worries, just like I did when I was a kid, you know, you can choose a close friend to set up a time, have coffee with them or let them know you just need a moment to vent about some things that you're going through, which is 
exactly what I did with my mom. I finally let her know what exactly was bothering me. And lastly, one of the things I think is really important, this really kind of does cover the gamut of a lot of situations in our life, is to get moving. You, you probably heard it a million times, but exercise can have a significant positive impact on your mental state. It doesn't have to involve a vigorous gym session or a 10 mile hike. Even a 10 minute walk or around the block can help calm a racing mind. So in closing, I wanted to share a quote with you from the great Samuel Clemens, better known as Mark Twain, one of the greatest authors ever. He was a very, very smart man. And, you know, one of the quotes, if I may, I wanted to share with you about worrying. And this is what Mark Twain said late in his life. He said, I'm an old man and I have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram and just hit the link. Everything's there mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it. And thanks to Al Hendrickson Toyota for their support of this podcast. And be sure to visit alhendricksontoyota.com.